Hello, good morning there. Um, my name is Shaladio, and I promised one of my followers yesterday, Rebecca, that we were going to hold this um, conversation today. And uh, I want to call this um, social engineering. Um, there was a tweet I sent out a few days ago. Uh, and by the way, I'll be speaking for exactly 10 minutes. So as soon as 10 minutes is up, um, I'll have to um, cut this conversation. Yeah, um, a few days ago, I put out a tweet saying that um, disclosing your vulnerabilities to a man you just met is like handing all your weapon locations to the enemy commander and that um, you are badly exposed. Um, I just want to say a little bit more about this and um, also uh, give a few um, examples, uh, one or two examples as time will permit uh, over the next uh, 10 minutes or so um, of how uh, you can be on the lookout for this sort of a thing. I'll start by reading from the scriptures. Yeah, because by the way, I'm a Christian and um, I draw everything that I know from the Bible. Proverbs chapter 1 verses 3 to 4, it says, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity. To give subtlety to the simple. To the young man, knowledge and discretion. Even as a Christian, there is a place uh, for being subtle in life. Um, I know that we've been called to speak the truth. We've not been called to deceive people. But um, there is a place um, for subtlety in life. Even Jesus himself knew that. Uh, Jesus said that, um, that we should be as wise as serpents and be as harmless as doves. Which simply means that um, Jesus is expecting you to be ruthlessly discerning while being a peaceful person. So Jesus is not expecting you to be a cheat. He's not expecting you to go out there and break people's hearts, but he's also expecting you to be ruthlessly discerning. So that's what it means to be as um, wise as a serpent, or as subtle as a serpent, and as harmless as a dove. And Proverbs chapter 1 verses 3 to 4 is talking about wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, giving you subtlety that's giving subtlety um, to the simple. Now, back to the tweet. We're going to paint this uh, picture, this scenario. I said again that when you disclose your vulnerability to a man you just met, as in you're a lady, you are handing your weapon locations to the enemy commander. It's just like me going to war with the next country and then I hold a conversation with the commander, telling the enemy commander, telling the enemy commander that this is where you're going to find my weapons. That's what you do when you disclose your vulnerabilities um, to people that you have just met. Another scripture I'll read uh, to back that up in, is in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 3. It says, He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his Leaps shall have destruction. I'll read another one very quickly because of our time. 
A prudent man concealeth knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaimeth foolishness. So the Bible is saying here that if you are prudent, one of the ways in which you will exhibit your prudence is by concealing knowledge. Concealing knowledge means that you don't say everything. Then Proverbs 14.15 says, The simple, that simple means that you're not that sharp. You're not the sharpest knife in the drawer, right? The simple believeth every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his going. And then I'll read um, from Proverbs 17, 27 to 28. He that hath knowledge speareth his words. It means that you don't say everything. You don't say all. You don't reveal all. And a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Even a fool, when he holds his peace, is counted wise. And he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. What the Bible is saying here is that if you are in a conversation, even when you don't know something, you don't have a good grasp of the subject matter, you are erroneously counted as a wise person if you keep quiet. And the Bible is also saying that if you have knowledge, you use your words sparingly, i.e. you don't say everything. Now, why is it necessary in life for you not to say everything? You see, when you meet people, not everyone plays according to the rules. There are very rough players out there. And when a rough player wants to take you on, a rough player is going to use information that he has just gleaned from you and use it to ensnare you. That's why I said that you don't say everything when you meet people for the first time. You don't say everything. You only just say a little. Just a little. You don't say everything. I'll give you a practical example. There was a lady who used to, uh, she used, uh, she was uh, in a relationship with a guy. And um, she had a crave for, you know, like attention, you know, you've got to call me as, you know, so many times in a day, so many times in a week and all the rest. So, but this guy, for whatever reason, could not live up to this expectation. He didn't make these calls. Let's just cut the long story short. And it happened that he was actually trapped. I mean, these were days where, uh, you know, the GSM, uh, the, you know, the MTN stuff was not prevalent in Nigeria. So he actually went to work somewhere in the, uh, you know, in some village area, rural area. And for quite a few weeks, he couldn't get through to this girl. Now, by the time he came out of the rural area and explained himself, the girl was having none of that. And then the girl decided to break up. And she decided to break things up. And she was hurt that, look, I mean, I'm a woman. You need to chase me. You need to run after me. That's what I want. And if you're not giving me what I want, then that's it. And um, she dumped him. Now, what happened next? She met this other guy. What did she do on their first meeting? She began to tell the second guy about the first guy. That, look, this other guy that came, that I was in a relationship with, he didn't call me as often 
as I wanted him to call me, she began to disclose all this, say all this. You know, this second guy just kept his mouth shut, listened to everything that the girl had to say. Unknown to the girl, this guy was actually a fraudster. So this guy just listened. He got the information completely from the lady that, okay, if I'm able to call her that often, she's going to believe that I love her. So what the guy effectively did was that he listened well enough to know what our soul ties were. You see, if people get to know your soul ties from your conversation because you talk too much, they will know your weak point. They will know where to attack you from and to capture you. So all the guy just did was that he invested money in a few telephone cards and will just call this girl. So if you... Um, weeks later, she turned up, oh, I'm in a relationship with another guy. This is a much better guy. He calls me every time. Can you just imagine? Oh, this is heaven. And this guy kept calling, kept calling, kept calling. But unknown to this girl, this guy even had multiple girlfriends. In fact, this guy went to the stage of getting married to her. He was, you know, down there in Nigeria, got married to her, was able to get into the country, get a passport, and the guy now showed his true color. He showed his absolutely true color. And today, I mean, I can't tell you what the outcome is, but definitely it was a big, big disaster. And where was the entry point? The entry point was that the lady was not discerning enough. And not only that, she said everything that the guy needed to know and the guy positioned himself. He positioned himself for the kill. So every time you, 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 you disclose your vulnerability, uh, let me use your own example for instance. Maybe uh, your own is um, ice cream or maybe your own is uh, suya. So on the very first day, you're already saying, oh, anybody that just buys me suya. Or, oh, anybody that just takes me to the cinema. Or, oh, anybody that just says, I love you. Or, oh, anybody that just um, buys me a teddy bear. All I just have to do is to listen to your chap, 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 chap. Know the thing that will capture you exactly. And I will then know how to hit you. So I'll know how to make you feel comfortable. I'll know how to speak your love language. The love language that you've disclosed to me in that first conversation is what I will then use to make you feel cool and then entrap you with it. You will then think I really love you and that's how players act. Players listen well enough. They listen well enough to you to know your weak point and then they suck you in. And as soon as they suck you in, they have you for lunch. And you go on telling the world out there, this guy really loves me. Oh, this guy really loves me. Can you just imagine? Yours might be perfume. Maybe if a guy buys you a perfume, your head is, your head is just going to go upside down. So I'll listen in that conversation to the things that you love most. I'll listen in that conversation to that thing that you crave most. And I know that that's your soul ties. And you see, when you have soul ties, you become distorted. Let me, let me explain this again to you spiritually. You see, Abraham was believing God for a child. Abraham and Sarah. Now, they were believing God, fair enough. 
they were use, looking to use their faith. I'll give you five more minutes because this gist is very sweet. They were looking to believe God for Isaac. But in the process, because they were so desperate, they decided to create an Ishmael. How did they do that? Mrs. Uh, Sarah produced her house girl. And then Abraham went into her, slept with her, had sex with her. And um, they came up with Ishmael. And then the Ishmael was the fake version of Isaac. So you see, if you are believing God for a husband or a miracle, and Satan knows that you are very desperate, you know what he's going to do? Satan will slot in an Ishmael, the fake version of your miracle. And you see, an Ishmael, the fake version of your miracle, is going to play on your soul tie. So the thing that you love the most is what Ishmael's will use in creeping into your life. That's exactly my point. In fact, even if it's not uh, what you love the most, it could even be your soul tie for that miracle itself. Because a lot of women now, this husband thing in Nigeria is the big thing. Anything husband, back, 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 back. In fact, they can sell you now because of husband. Habba. Habba. Hell. They can sell you now because of husband. I can invite you anywhere now. I can sell you because of husband. So these players know that is husband that you want. So they will fake as though they want to marry you. They know that that's your weak point. So they will fake as though they want to marry you and suck you in. And as, as you just give in, the moment you think that they are serious, they sleep with you severally. In fact, what the one that even pains me the most is the Christians. They break their vows. They break their vows of chastity. They sleep with these guys. And before you know what's happening, these guys are on their way to the next victim. And you see, the players are never short of victims as long as the woman can talk. You don't have to say everything to the man you have just met. Simply because when you say those things, I know your soul ties. If I know your soul ties, I know how to capture you. Samson's soul ties was with women, so it was easy to capture him. Send him a woman. It was easy to capture him. So it's very important. Very important. Social engineering. Don't allow yourself to be socially engineered by men. You've got to take your time. You've got to take it cool, take it slowly, and take it easy. I'll read another scripture to you. It says in Proverbs 27 verse 12, it says, A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. So you see, a prudent man means, foreseeing evil means that he saw that evil was going to come. So he was able to avoid it. The only way you can see that evil is going to come is because you have what they call intelligence. Intelligence information. Intelligence information will allow you to know that there is evil around the corner and then you'll be able to avoid it. 
How do you have intelligence? You have intelligence by processing information correctly. So as a man is talking, someone who is more intelligent is analyzing that information to you. And the name of that person is the Holy Ghost. That's why it's important for you as a believer that you pray in tongues. When you meet a person, you are praying in tongues about that person. Holy Spirit, tell me more about this geezer. If he's a wrong geezer, expose him to me. If he's a wrong geezer, cause him to make mistakes, crucial mistakes that will expose his real intentions. That's the kind of prayer you should pray. So before, you, I mean, you've met the guy, you've had a chat with him today, on your way home, you'll just be praying in tongues. Holy Ghost, show me the real person behind the person that was talking to me today. Let's read Proverbs 29, 11. It says, A fool uttereth all his mind, but a wise man keepeth it in till afterwards. You don't say everything, yo. You don't hear now? You don't say everything, my sister. When you say everything, you ought, the Bible says that you are a fool. Understood? I mean, a man meets you for the first time, he's taking you out for dinner, and then he looks straight in your face and he says, So what qualities attract you most in a man? What sort of man are you believing God to marry? And you to answer that question, you are a fool. You now tell the man that, um, I love men who are gentle. I love men who are caring. I love men who buy me teddy bears. You now hand over that information to the guy. The guy goes home with that information, processes it. In fact, let me tell you something. I'm giving you gist now. Classified gist from men. I've been in a barber shop before. And they were planning they were planning to get a girl. One guy was planning to get a girl. And he asked the other man. And the other guy said, Oh, that girl, I know her very well. She likes food. If you buy food for her, you will get her home. Just take her to correct restaurant. Get her to chop food. Once she chops that food, you will get her home and you will sleep with her. Sure, banker. Ah, I've heard that too. Inside Baba Shop, this is conversation between men. So, you know what? Men have a, they have register of your weaknesses, of your weak point. They have those registers in their minds and they exchange information about you. So, he will tell the other man that just buy her pepper soup. Buy her pepper soup. She will tell you everything. She will follow you home. Her senses will be suspended. You get what I'm saying now? You don't say everything on the first meeting. You ha I call it tactical warfare. Tactical warfare means as the guy is throwing the questions, you are dodging it and you two you are throwing one back to find out who the guy really is. I hope you got something out of this discussion. I promised 10 minutes, but it's almost 20 minutes. Now, I'm going to put this, uh, video, uh, this uh, audio up and let me know what you think. Make sure you um, hit me up on Twitter and let me know what you think about what I've just shared with you. Um, I think I'll title it um, Social Engineering. Social Engineering, that's what we call it in business. Okay? My Twitter handle is Shola Adio. I'll spell that for you. S O L 
A A D I O. See you later. Bye. God bless you.